0: I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura on Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll have deep conversations that will help you create a powerful transformation that shifts your perspective in life, love, and business, with topics ranging from spiritual self development, human design, astrology, metaphysics and everything in between. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I am your host AC Brown. I am your psychic channel and your spiritual guide and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I have a very, very special guest with me today, my friend Jazz of Moon, formerly known as Jazz, the moon mother. Welcome. The <laughs> formerly known as. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> it's still me. It's still me. Hello, everyone. <laughs> well, why, what, what was the name change about
1: on on oh, IG? Oh, man. You know, like, okay. Maybe if you don't know, I'm a third line with an undefined G. And my job in this lifetime is to continue to change roles <laughs> all the time, Any, anytime I feel like it. <laughs> so I was just feeling like the Moon Mother was just too serious, and really, that, yeah, it just was starting to feel too like, oh God, we're we're healing and we're we're expanding consciousness, and we're, <laughs> it it was just it was it was beginning to get too much. I was like, okay. We, we we need some hum- humanity in here. So now the the studio space is still the moon mother studio, but I am no longer the moon mother. I, I'm just more so channeling that energy because okay. that energy is still part of me, but I'm still jazz. And like, I wanted that part of my individuality to come out. I think sometimes we get kind of lost within this space and we're like oh let me just fall to the background let me just you know we're all one and like let's just all kind of be the same in that energy like and we lose that individuality like that the human part the, the persona the ego part of us that wants to like come and say I like purple no I like pink I like green no I like red like the the differentiated part of us. And I'm I wanna bring more of that online as much as I love the empathetic part of me, the one that can fall completely into the right. other and get lost. Like I still am my own person as well. And that's an example too, to to be in this space and be an right. individual in this
0: space. And that's important, especially you know, I have a a completely open G center. Mm-hmm. And I probably don't lean into it more, the change. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, 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 it's a constant thing. Cause it is so, I tell people all the time. If, when you have an open G center, who you are today, literally will not be who you are next week. Your thoughts, your views, your opinions, things that come out of your mouth can be totally different. Mm -hmm. And that's how fast it happens. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you're embracing that. Of course, we're both three, five, so
1: (laughs) I mean, it's not I even easy. If I have a choice. Yeah. I'm like, do I, do I, did I have a choice? I'm confused. Like, did I miss that choice option? It just feels like it happens before I can even, I'm even made aware of it. Like the, like the feeling and the energy comes before. Cause it gets,
0: well, what happens is that old energy gets stale really quick. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh, you get so over something so fast. That's, that's what comes in fast is, the it's former true. version becomes yucky.
1: And it's just like, yeah. oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't like this. And then it it kind of sucks because like you have to, well, maybe you don't have to, but I have an undefined heart. So I'm like, oh my God, I got to like explain to people that like that Same. person
0: is no longer there. Don't, and, yep. like- <laughs> and you feel obligated to explain why yes. you have why you don't have those thoughts. So I mm-hmm. have- and it's so funny. I was talking to someone we both know um, and who shall r- <laughs> r- remain nameless. <laughs> I can, we can say it. Alex Cantone. I was talking to Alex because Alex has a defined G center and we've kind of figured out because she goes back and she listens to stuff. And I was like you, mm. that you listen to your things. She's like, yeah, and she's dissecting it. And I was just like, I don't wow. listen to go back. Oh, and she was so like, cringe. she was like, feel you know, cringy. That's what I said (laughs) to her. I said, "Why, why do, why do you do that?" Because she's, I mean, she's dissecting things and um by the time this airs a thing that we're working on will be revealed all of that stuff but she goes back and she's taking notes and I'm like what's wrong with you and she's just (laughs) like I have to I have to know what I said and I was just like oh I don't know that life because I know with an open g what I said it don't matter right now I said it already Mm -hmm. I I don't even listen to podcasts that I've been on because mm-hmm. I was there. I was like, okay. she's like, you don't go back and listen. It's like, no, I was there. Wow. I know what happened. There's no, mm-hmm. there's nothing kind of there for me to digest right. and her with a defined G center. She's oh, like, so no, that means a lot to me because I put it out there. So I have to stand oh, wow. behind it. And I was just oh, like, wow. oh no, I don't know that life. Cause I'm so, so flexible. Nice.
1: That makes sense though, actually. I've never even thought of it that way, but that absolutely makes sense because you know what? Alex does the same thing. My husband, Alex. Oh my God, this is so weird. He does the same thing. He listens to his podcast and I hear him like, he'll be like laughing at a joke he made. I'm like, that wasn't funny. (laughs) Like you're still laughing at it again.
0: (laughs) Right? Like
1: what is going? It's the strangest thing. But actually her saying that, you, like she has to stand behind it. That makes sense to me. Okay. It's, it's my identity. It's a thing that I said, so I have to stand behind it and they both have that connection throat to uh throat to G center. So yep. he has 2343 and I'm not sure what she has, but she's self projected. So she, she has something. Right. So that must, that definitely has something. And we both have undefined throats. You have an undefined Yeah, throat.
0: I have an undefined throat and we both have undefined egos. And yeah, I have a completely, I have completely open. open. I have a completely yeah. open G.
1: Okay, so, I have a completely open throat.
0: So yeah, now after I have two gates there, yeah, yeah. After what I say, I
1: I, I, yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't even remember, remember it. I remember yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's I don't why I remember it either.
0: That's why channeling for us is so mm. I would say impactful. I don't remember that. Yeah, who knows what? I, who true. knows what came through? <laughs> who knows that's what true. came through? So. Yeah. it's just interesting that you bring that up about changing and all of those things. And I want to me and jazz have like tons of zoom, late night zoom calls as I call them. Cause she's in <laughs> Bali. So I'm like, all right, yeah, we can talk at 10 my time and maybe on the phone to like 12. Oh my and so God. For so long. One mm. night we were talking about money and God and mm. You blew my mind because I was trying to wrap a concept around my head. And we were talking about, I said, well, what about scammers? And you oh were like, God. scammers, of course they're, they love scamming. That's why they make so much money. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, OMG, that is correct. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to have you on here to talk about that because a lot talk of about pe- scammers, that no, we'll let's talk about <laughs> scammers. <laughs> there's a lot of scammers. We <laughs> know there's
1: a lot of scammers. So <laughs> we can say that
0: conversation. Not necessarily scammers, but I love your concept of God and you being God. And I want to mm. get into that a little bit because we, and if you follow Jazz, follow her now. If you don't, all of that stuff. Mm. We associate God with being outside of us so much mm. that when you talk about it, you us being God and how that brings in and calls in the things that you desire and want, mm. what do you find that people have a hard time with wrapping their head around that concept?
1: Yeah, so many things. So, so many things, but I, I, I will just state the ones that are so obvious and so plentiful that I find so often. Um, we don't want to take responsibility. That's like the biggest one. Number one is that if we have someone to blame for something, not working for our failure, for our lack of success, for our, for our lack in general of everything, love, laughter, joy, presence, harmony, at least we can say God is testing me or I'm being punished because I'm a sinner or Mm. I'm not, I'm not that great or We just don't want to take the full 100% responsibility to say, I have a part in all of this. And the part that I have may be the most dimmed version of of who I came here to be. So that's a huge one for someone to really swallow that and say, I'm going to take full responsibility of my life. And then, of course, people would say, well, what about people that were... um, uh, sexually assaulted or people that were, you know, and any types of things. And it's like the fact that we bring that into the conversation is another way for us to not take that responsibility. I'm not saying that the person that was sexually assaulted, it was their responsibility and it was their fault. That's not what I'm saying, but because our brains are so minute, we can't grasp the totality of exactly what's going on, you know, and e- like even having this conversation, I'm, I'm having to like pace myself because I don't know if people are going to understand what I'm saying, the bigness of what I'm saying. And it's a lot of the reason why I have pulled back from talking about it, because it's so nuanced and you have to be able, you have to be ready to see mm. what I'm saying. If you can't hear it. You have to be able to see it. It's, it's a sight. It's a vision. I'm inner vision, cognition. It's a vision that I, that I speak about. It's not, it's not concepts or theories or ideas. It's, wow, this, this ball or this place that we're in is far bigger than our brains can comprehend. The energies that are swirling in it are far wider and far vast than anything that we could pick and plug together. And we're so used to picking and plugging our furniture, our communities, our friends, our books, like we have speed reading and podcasts we can listen to and things on the go. That's not how the universe, multiverse, omniverse works. There are so many, we would call them insignificant parts and roles that are playing. And and if anyone has any kind of qualms about this, my biggest uh, recommendation is to read um, Many Lives, Many Masters. Mm. Many Lives, Many Masters completely gave me like, the confidence to talk about what i was seeing in my inner vision about uh the lives and the taking responsibility for reincarnating with the same kind of people in your community and in your family over and over again over and And over again over and over again and so you handle it so you handle it (laughs) and so it's like literally taking responsibility but if you only think that you're human then the weight of that responsibility is too much for you. So you want to give it away. And the church is so ready to welcome the people that want to give that responsibility listen, away. They're like, listen. They're like, give it to us. Come
0: on. We'll, yeah, we'll hold be it for in you. control. No exactly.
1: problem. Exactly. Exactly. But the moment that you self-identify as God, there is an omnipotence that comes online. Omnipotence meaning omnipower, meaning the ability to do all things. And you can see yourself. Actually being able to, I don't want to say transcend, but ascend. Fully embody your highest self. Exactly. Fully embody what it means to take responsibility for this lifetime, for the past lifetime. And I'm not saying take responsibility as in your fault, but as in accept it, accept that it happened. You're not agreeing with it, but okay, this thing happened to me. What do I need to see of it Okay. And then move on. It's not the picking of the scab. It's not the shame and the guilt that we're so used to carrying over and over again. And that's why we can never loosen our grip from someone else taking responsibility for our lives and for us taking responsibility. So that's the, that's really the biggest one and the punch in the gut for a lot of people. And it was a punch in the gut for me too, to, to like, realize that oh i'm getting evicted from my apartment okay that's my responsibility my car is getting repossessed that's my responsibility i'm eating rice and ketchup with my two kids oh shit that's my responsibility that's not abraham Hicks responsibility or the lack of my conversation. Right. like that's or me. the
0: what did i do wrong well, that exactly caused that
1: yes like you didn't do anything wrong you didn't do anything wrong you chose to come here and experience a very dense reality you chose that. That's the first choice. That was a, your first responsibility. And maybe you remember all this, the stipulations and all the rules and all the things that come with it. And maybe you didn't. And that's okay. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the first choice. We're talking about the very first choice you made, which is to come, which is to be here. And there are so many people that choose not to be here. There's so many people <laughs> right. that choose already, to leave. Like it's already not... made
0: up. <laughs> decision. I'm going to be a spirit guide or the master next time. I'm good. Exactly. I'm good. I'm, so I'm, I think I'm done.
1: <laughs> so it's, it's, it's hard for the human hierarchical brain to, to not see responsibility or the things that happen to us as good or bad, because we are so trained to see everything as good or bad. And everyone's always telling us that we're good or bad, or everyone's always telling us the things that we should do that are good or bad. And then the second thing that I do is we have a bit of uh, second thing I do. Yeah, I do do this, and we all do this. <laughs> the second thing we all do that I found is that we love to bargain,
0: mm, compromise, we to bargain. make we love them to compromise. deals, yes. make them deals.
1: We love to compromise, and so we'll say, "God, if you give me this, I'll do that. I'll do, <laughs> child. I did it today. <laughs> Listen." <laughs> If you just let this one pass by, I promise I will never do that again. And I just thought to myself, who are you talking to? <laughs> like, <laughs> like who, who is it that's on the other side of this bargain? Is it not you? So you're saying to yourself, Jazz, I promise. I won't do you, it again. I won't if- do it again. Mm. And we're so used to bargaining because we don't believe that we're worthy to have it all. And this is why we have kind of, um, prop- I call it propaganda, but probably not that harsh, but it is, it's fucking propaganda. People that are like, I can do hard things. And if you work hard, you should play hard and you're not going to get anything until you work hard. Like hard. yeah, to me, that's, that is the result of the seed of bargaining.
0: Mm. That you have to do this in order to get that,
1: yeah, it's it, it's that you won't get that until unless you do this. You do this. Yes. It's, so how it's do we
0: number first question is how does someone listening to this who's been used to thinking of God outside of themselves, switch mm. that mentality? without feeling like oh you have some kind of god complex or you think you're better than or that whole you don't you think you're kanye now you know what i mean like how do you (laughs) embody that without having this what society tells us is a hierarchy above all of us
1: yeah i mean you would you wouldn't believe the messages that i've gotten um in well, my, tell us, honey. No, I mean, I'm a fifth <laughs> line. So people just project any old thing, like w- what, whatever they want, right? What, w- whatever they're feeling about, you know, I, oh, I'm leading people to the devil. I'm, oh, I'm a sinner. Yeah. I need to, I need to repent. And I was like, okay, so you can unfollow. <laughs> Because this is just not going to be for you. I, I just, I can guarantee, I can almost guarantee this is not for you. I mean, the first, like the very first thing is there is like a fear with power in, in all, agree. all, in all aspects and in, in all aspects. And so when you're coming from a very highly massed propaganda, whether you grew up in Christianity, Catholicism or not, you breathe the air that other Christians breathe. You see the, the dogma and the copywriting and the and the verbiage and everything. And so you're still taking that in. And so when people are like, well, you know, if I say that I'm God, isn't that narcissistic or isn't that? Well, I'm not saying that you are the only God. Okay. Um. Right. I'm I'm not saying that, that you're the only one. That would that would be yay style.
0: Right. <laughs> that would be a little I,
1: yay.
0: I okay. am God.
1: That's I it. am right. It's I me. am the only God. When I say I am God, I'm saying that I am omnipotent, I am omnipresent, and I am omniscient. In no particular order but those are my character. Those are the characteristics of the form that I inhabit because without this body, you would be able to see all those things. We only right. get to see them in very small doses. And then we call them miracles. Mm. Cause outside of us, look, God outside get, of us. sent
0: me a miracle.
1: Yeah. Well, we think that miracles are the characteristics of God, omnipotent, om- omniscient, omnipresent. Oh my gosh, you were thinking about me or I miraculously healed my body or no, I don't believe in miracles. I don't, I, I, I can't believe in miracles because all, all of those present moments are the same to me and are the same to God. It's only again, man's mind human's mind, hierarchy, choo- choosing and putting yeah. you, what first ah, and okay. putting value on certain things. So it's like, why in this moment that you self healed, why is that a miracle? But you creating music, like that's not a miracle either because it's so mundane. It's so ordinary. Yeah. God is ordinary. It's only us that believe that God is, Oh my gosh, this white man with the beard that lives in the sky and like sends down <laughs> blessings to people. It's like, <laughs> what? Down. Not, and like sends them down and then you need a priest <sighs> to climb up the stairs on, and talk on your behalf. Like this is the whole reason why Jesus was such a heretic is because he came and he completely d- dismantled what everyone thought and, and how everyone thought the hierarchy of God was right. they, they all thought that only certain people that were clean enough could go into um, prayer temples and and only people could pray on the behalf. And when he's going around, you know, touching homeless, blind man's eyes and telling them to walk again and, and sin no more. And sin literally means to miss the mark, to miss the mark of, of identifying of who you are, mm. right? You're a sinner because you literally are missing the mark of your identification as God. You're not, you're not a sinner because you did something bad. Like that's such a humanistic way of reading the Bible, writing the Bible. Remember humans wrote the Bible, whether it was channeled or not, the moment that it leaves our lips, it's been distorted because the way that it comes into the body is not always the way that it leaves. We We have fears that come up where, Oh my God, I can't say that thing. Or maybe I should, We use this word instead of that word. Am I going to get stoned to death? Am I? So what we read as the Bible and what we know is, oh my God, there's going to be so many people that are like, what? The Bible is completely 100% accurate. It's impossible. Anything that flows through the conduit of man, of human is automatically distorted. And of course, God, and, and when I say God, okay, God to me is the culmination of all individualized parts. So it's the highest exaltation. And I don't mean highest as in good. I just mean highest as in can see highest. highest, right? Of every individualized creation. So whenever I'm like praying, what I do is I call on God and I say the highest exaltation of every individualized creation, hear me now. So that means the highest exaltation of AC, the highest exaltation of the trees around me, the highest exaltation of the birds, everything meets at this point in the mountain. And that's what I perceive as God. It's not a personified person. It's the, the it's an omnipresence. It's the omnipresence of every single living, inanimate, animate cre- creation. And that's why we are so obsessed with creating. That's the first clue that gives us, okay, we are made in its likeness the highest exaltation of its likeness is this power and this perception to create, create babies, create communities, create podcasts, create life, create just anything, anything. So it, it, I think this concept is um, inviting us to move and drink and eat and commune in a different diaspora Mm -hmm. of, of God. And that is scary because it's unknown. Right. that's it's, it's not it's not scary because there's anything bad happening, but it's just scary because it's something right, because that
0: claiming that responsibility and putting mm. everything in your own hands and power, mm. that's what people are not ready for. yeah, that's what makes them stop or not move forward in in mm. talking about money and all of those things. That's why, because we're looking for so many things, and I've done it. Outside of us that we're giving we're giving away the power so we can say, oh, I'm not this because of this when mm-hmm. and i would uh, on a on on another um podcast conversation that I had with p um mm-hmm. we're talking about ease and mm-hmm when we talk about, you know, people of color and especially ease is very foreign to us. So yeah. that's where your concept or the concept of you are God, that is yeah. hard because hard. <laughs> that makes it easy. Yes. To be honest yes. with you, that makes it easy. It, it literally makes it easy to, to say, I am God. I am in control 100%. And that is what some of us are unfamiliar with. So that's probably why the concept. And even when we talked about it, I was like, "But, but, 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 because that <laughs> that is easy. It is, it's, it is challenging, but it feels better for me to mm. relinquish my power mm. to uh, something in the sky.
1: Yeah,
0: that's always going to feel
1: better. But I guess it only feels better because you've done it before it doesn't feel better on a spectrum of does this feel good is it pleasurable? Oh no it
0: doesn't right? it feels it's completely out if anything that feels more out of control than yeah. claiming that i'm god yeah because that's where you get to well, God, what, what's next? What should I do? That's where the unknown part comes in because I'm looking outward when if I'm claiming that I'm God, the answers are coming. I have them. I just need to wait and remember.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and there's an acceptance too. It's like, sometimes the answer that you think you want to receive as God isn't going to be the most easiest. And when I say easiest, I mean, like, pivoting wise right it may not feel like oh yeah i'm ready to go i'm ready to pivot into this direction especially as a third line i feel like so many of my life lessons are condensed obviously i chose that in my chart but so many things are so condensed like a three five Mm -hmm. undefined g undefined heart open throat wide (laughs) split cross of tension it's just like fuck can i get a break like it's just everything just comes and comes and comes and something i've really been experimenting deeply with is uh determination, my determination and my cognition. And I have inner vision cognition. And whenever you read about it, mine too. Yeah, whenever you read about it, it's not um people don't really know how to talk about it because it's not it it's not something that you can quite explain. But something that I realized is that to piece this back to we may not always see and hear what we're hoping is sometimes I'll close my eyes. And an inner vision isn't about what I see. Correct. correct. It's about what's being shown, it's shown to, to you.
0: Yes. I had to learn that the hard way. And yeah. that is, I'm sorry. That's fucking challenging.
1: Yeah. Because of is. some
0: of the things that come in and then yeah. you're left with, well, what the fuck am I yeah. supposed to do with this? Exactly. exactly. So that becomes the, that becomes hard. That's when it doesn't, exactly. it's not easy. When you have inner vision, anybody who's listening, that happens all the time, especially when, mm-hmm. for me, when I'm near water and I'm in the shower, mm-hmm. I get these big, big mm-hmm. visions or these big things. They wouldn't, sometimes they're not even big. Sometimes they're just things that I'm very unfamiliar with and mm-hmm. I don't know where, how to pivot, but I'm yeah. shown them. And it's just like, well, what am I supposed
1: to do? I'm currently in one of those right now. And yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's, 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 in one breath, then, then uh, you know, playing devil's advocate, you know, someone could say like, well, you're not really choosing, are you? It's like, no, I'm always choosing because those visions that are being shown to me are being shown to me by my highest self, passenger consciousness, soul, self, whatever you want to call it. And what I want to see is personality, mm. you know, ego the yeah. shadow um, part of the ego like when i say that i'm not being shown what i want to see that's my that's my ego speaking and my my ego that i love so deeply the personality part of me the part that wants to change you know their name from the moon mother to jazz <laughs> to whatever like the individualized right. part of me is like i don't want to see that i want to see this thing because right. it would mean also I, before we move on i kind of want to uh, redefine ease and easy because i think we have a lot of um it's a lot around that yeah, there's a lot around it. And I and I, I see people that were talking about ease filled things. And now they're talking about just let it be hard and and you can do hard things and, and all these things. So I think there's a bit who of said a distortion. That? I don't want to do that. <laughs>
0: who, said, who sending that message? Let it be hard.
1: What? I mean, I've seen it a lot. I've seen it a lot as this kind of empowerment tool to like you can do hard things and you're strong and you're powerful I'm and all tired. This, and like I, <laughs> Sorry. I know and and like i I understand it, and I get it, but I think what's being distorted is the energy of ease, so when we when we talk about ease or when I specifically talk about ease, I'll talk for myself, I'm not talking about there are no obstacles in the Correct. pathway, right, and so I think. So often we, we imagine that easy is I'm sitting on the couch and the thing is being done for me. Well, then why did you come here? Right. That's that's like, that's, that's not the parameters.
0: Remove work from ease.
1: I don't believe that there's no work.
0: I just believe it doesn't have to be hard.
1: Yeah. Something I always say is that ease for me is within the doing I am being. Mm, I love that. So it's not just about doing, 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 hard, 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 working, 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 working. It's remembering who is the one that is doing the thing. It's my beingness. And my beingness will give me the shortest way. It will give me the most profound way. It will give me the most harmonious way. It will allow me to connect with people. It will pull and magnetize things to me through my aura as a generator. Things that I don't have to go and do, be the doer in the doing, because we're so used to being the doer in the doing that we don't know how to be the beer in the doing. And so when we first kind of understand this concept, we're like, okay, I'm the beer. I'm just here to be, and just do nothing. It's not, it's not doing nothing. The beingness is the thing that creates the pulse of the purpose. The beingness is the thing that breathes the life into what you're creating. So what you're creating is the form, the doing, but who you are is the formless, the being. And when those two things come together, it creates life. And if you can create life, you are God. Mm. So it's it's a very simple like equation.
0: As simple as it is. Some people, (laughs) no, this is true facts. Some people might be thinking as simple as it is, how Mm. do I detach from the old self to the newness.
1: Mm. That is hard. So it's hard because that question is being asked not incorrectly, but not in the most you giving way. So okay. we don't want to ask, we don't want to ask how can I detach? We, we want to ask what do I need to attach to? Mm. Okay. Because our brains will be much more in, in, in a low state of fight or flight, if we're just looking for what to have, what to do, how to be instead of how not to be, mm. we're always on alert when we're looking for how not to, not be. to be. And we don't want to be on alert. We want to be in this harmony. We want to be in this joy. Yeah, we want to be in this flow. So what we're looking for is show me that I can see who is doing this. Show me who is doing this. So show me right now who's having this conversation with AC. And then I wait and then I listen. Okay. Ah, it's me. It's this joyous part of me who gets to talk to my friend about the things that I love. I'm looking out of this window. It's a beautiful view. It's such a great day. The temperature is amazing in this room. And I'm not detaching from anything. I'm not it's not as I don't have to consciously You're think attaching about detaching to I'm attaching to this new reality to this new realm to this new identity and that's a wisdom that I found with the third line mixed with the undefined g it's mm-hmm. like instead of being so ashamed of the grief of these old identities okay. dying just Ooh. attach to the new one and move forward mm, I love you know? that because I struggled
0: thinking before human design of I used to get so upset when I changed. And I remember in my 20s, there was at one point where I wanted to, and I was starting a PR firm and I was like, I'm going to be a publicist and blah, blah, blah. And then things happened. And then I, it just went away. And I was like, why don't I want to do this anymore? Mm. And I really tried to, kind of bring it along and it just wasn't there anymore. And that happens Mm -hmm. so much. Even currently I'm going through something that I'm, I thought I was going to move to a certain place. And Mm -hmm. it literally was like, that's not the place for you. Mm -hmm. And my only other instructions is just to wait and see what is the place. And it's just like,
1: but. Yeah. I mean, even in that, let's even talk about that waiting and seeing part. Someone else brought this to my attention. We had our final call in the void for 12 weeks. We spent together embodying just being in the void, understanding the beingness of, of our energy. And I said, how's everyone feeling? You know, this is our last call. Like, what do you guys have planned next? And everyone was like, I'm just going to wait and see. And I said, while that's so beautiful and masterful of you because at the beginning maybe you were so like oh i want to be the doer and now you're the beer the whole point of this experience is to show you that we fluctuate and oscillate between the beingness and the doingness Mm -hmm. so now that we've been in the beingness for 12 weeks you you've gotten your rest okay Mm. now open yourself up to the doingness to the form of what wants to come through And the moment you make that conscious decision to open up to the form that wants to come through, you have the ideas. We oftentimes think, again, this is going back to the power outside of ourselves. I'm just going to wait and see, wait and see what happens. Who, who, who out there is going to be the one that's going to tell you now it's time it's only you and the transition between things who has to say that it needs to take a long time.
0: Right. And it doesn't in my case, I think because, I'm okay with not
1: knowing right now. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with choosing stillness. So so even in, even in us saying that we're okay with not knowing, we can even be bolder and say, I'm going to rest. Yeah. I'm okay with resting right now. I don't, yeah, I don't, okay I don't have any ideas. Yeah. I don't have, I have any I energy. I have, for have any no ideas idea. Right literally, yeah.
0: literally, my mom was like, so what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I have no idea. I'll let you know when I figure it out. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. about that. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Cause it literally was there. And then it was so gung ho about a place and then it left. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. gotta just honor that. Cause for me, that's forcing it now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to make fetch happen just mm-hmm. by finding another place. And that's mm-hmm. to me is out of alignment. Hmm. so mm-hmm. it's you know i totally agree with that being and doing um but sometimes there is rest because yeah there has I'm, to be what i'm what i'm not going to do is spin my wheels about yeah.
1: a location <laughs> like that's just not it doesn't feel good either no there has to be there has to be that rest There has to be that rest and it has to be a conscious decision because again, Mm -hmm. that comes back into taking the responsibility. Okay. That didn't work out. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I'll just wait. I'll, I'll just wait for the universe to bring me something. No. So what you're essentially saying is I need time to grieve over this thing that didn't work. I need time to rest my body and my mind and my soul to recuperate, recharge. And then when I am ready and feel rested, I, I will have call a new in energy. A, yes. new, a new energy and a new idea. And that in itself is just a small daily practices of the remembrance that you are God, as opposed to putting it out of you and being like, oh, I'll just wait for the universe to bring me something. And then while you're waiting, it's like, oh, I don't have any power. I don't know. Your power is pause. I'm resting now. All ideas that want to come to me, wait. I'm resting now. And when I'm done resting, you all can flow in, but you're going to okay. be paused right now. It's, it's, a, it's a coming to the front of it as opposed no, to the back. No, I like that. You know especially I mean? coming from you as,
0: as a generator with the whole responding and acting thing. Yeah. That is empowering versus waiting for something outside. You're pausing to yeah. rest, to think, to whatever, to sleep, whatever you're doing. And then you're saying, okay. Now you guys can come through. I'm an open vessel at this point because I have rested. I needed some time to think. Now you can, I'm giving you permission Mm -hmm. to come and I'm ready to receive.
1: Yeah, because you, you are not, when I say you, and I always talk to my ideas and I tell them, I say, you are the conduit. So you wait for me.
0: Right. Cause you're the vessel.
1: So right, you gotta wait. I'm the anyway. composer. You have right. to wait. I'm the composer. If I don't have the notes written out, I don't know where to tell you to stand. So just wait right there. And when I'm ready for you, you'll know, cause you'll, you'll drop in and then we'll go and we'll do the thing, but I'm not going to be controlled by, mm. by the idea that the, the idea doesn't have the power. And that's what
0: people do. They let the yeah. idea they give the idea of power because that's where, and you've seen it in your clients, I've seen it in mine. Yeah. They start spinning yeah. around the idea when we need to be more, that's where the being God comes in and being yeah. more in control, saying, No, I need a break. I need a pause. Hold on. Let me rest. Mm-hmm. Let me do
1: whatever. And then when I'm ready, I'm ready to receive. Do you, ha- you know why we need to do that, though? Because we're not perceiving ourselves as a life giver. We perceive the idea as, the, as it's giving life to us. <laughs> to us. That's it, well, not. That we're makes the sense. life giver. We're the well, one that provides the electricity, the breath. You know, in the Bible it says, and then God breathed into the clay and created Adam. It's, it's, that, it's that concept. If I am created in its likeness, anything that I breathe into, I give life to. The clay was nothing before me. Adam wasn't present until I breathed life into the clay and created Adam.
0: Mm. And that's where we are not, what we're not doing.
1: Many of us right. Are not. Be- right. Because we don't see ourselves as a breather of life. We see the things outside of outside us. Outside of ourselves as, as the breather of life into us. The money, the fame, the ideas, the everything. When it's the opposite.
0: It's the opposite.
1: Because, which is, we have. have to execute
0: so yeah i am in control i have i literally have to execute it so the muse the idea needs to actually wait on me so me being open and receptive is actually putting me in a position of power absolutely and that's
1: (laughs) that's what you're only in the position that yeah you're only in the position that you were created to be in you're not. You're the one putting yourself in a position that is an unlikely match for you.
0: So when we good segue. So when we talk about matching <laughs> and aligning, because I'm, I'm, people are going to question this because it always comes down to money and love mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. How do we align? Knowing that, we're, so we we've had the talk. We know that we're God. Now, if I'm God. Mm-hmm. Why don't I have the things that I desire? Why is that who's, not matching?
1: Who's a line? desiring it? Do you know who's desiring it? Is it God or is it your personality? Because that question, why don't I have the things that I desire? That's a personality question. God doesn't ask those types of questions.
0: So what does God ask? Or what does God know?
1: God knows that everything, I always say money anticipates my needs. All of my needs are, are, are always anticipated, meaning that I don't have to need before they're there. That's how I know I'm not in alignment. I've I'm needing before it's there. Do I need it right now? Do I need it right now? Do I need it right now? Right now, right now, right now in this moment, if you need it right now in the moment and it's not here, You have to ask yourself, am I being God? Was I being God up until this point? Because everything is in harmony. Nothing comes before or after its time. We understand that from nature. We have seasons. We flow with the seasons. Our wardrobes now are in sync with the outside seasons. Right. So it's now in harmony. We think that, oh, the planets are just spinning and they don't have any effect on us wrong. We think that the seasons are changing. They don't have an effect on us wrong. We change when outside changes it's a harm it's a harmonious thing right but then we as humans try to come and break and break through into the cycles the natural cycles that were the natural rhythms that were already there and we try to anticipate the need
0: so if that if what you're saying is true then and i'm Mm -hmm. being devil's advocate so where does manifestation (laughs) come in
1: you really want me to answer this? Yeah,
0: I damn sure do want you to answer it because this is what we here for. This is what me and Jazz talk about on our private calls, and we're oh, back and forth all God. the time. So I want you oh, to talk because AC. people. Yes, I. Want I feel you to like you're talk putting about- me in such a in such a <laughs> a great position to teach the children. Yes, honey. I mean, to be
1: honest, manifestation is a fraud. Okay, then. Let's name it, claim it. To me, it's just another algorithm. It's just another leg of the mass propaganda to not have your power because manifestation is always calling outside of you. Mm
0: -hmm. Always,
1: always calling out. Let me script. Let me new moon, full moon. Let me Kriya. Let me chant. Let me, it's always calling outside of you always anything that calls outside of you to me is fraudulent
0: so then how do i as a listener Mm -hmm. i am in position a Mm -hmm. and i want to be in position
1: b and that why no my no you can't even ask me that yet why do you want to be in position b is that is that is that Whose desire is that? So, so when we take responsibility, Mm -hmm. people think that when we're taking when we're taking responsibility as being God, we're going into something. No, when you're taking responsibility, you're falling away from something. You're falling away from something.
0: Playing devil's advocate again. Mm -hmm. So, because someone might be listening and saying, Well, right now I'm struggling. Okay. So does that mean when I take my position as God, why can't I have something
1: that I desire to not struggle? You can have everything that you desire, and struggling is not something that we came here to do. Um, Richard Rudd talks about prosperity in this way, and I and I really, I really yeah. resonate with it. He said something like, "Everyone." <laughs> Everyone will be as prosperous as they need for the life that they came to live. You will be as prosperous as you need for the life that you came to live. For some people, that means more than what they need. And for other people, it means a little bit more than what they need. So who is now desiring what it is that they should, that they think they should have.
0: So, are you saying that?
1: Not everyone came here to have the exact same amount of money.
0: Correct. Got that. But then, are you saying that, and this is just what I truly believe, mm-hmm. is that your soul is going to know anyway?
1: Your soul's going to know anyway.
0: So, you need to not worry about that because you will be guided, and also your beingness will evolve and show in your reality.
1: And that, what I would say to that person is, do you trust it? And they would tell me, hell no.
0: Well, right. So I, I've got the concept, <laughs> right? So I'm, I'm on the right track here because I, I, I always say to people and my, my guides are always saying to me, your soul knows what it wants. That's Mm -hmm. the trust that you need. You don't need Mm -hmm. anything else, Mm -hmm. but of course people don't trust that.
1: No, we can't. It's okay. So trust comes from a place of reliance. It also comes from a place of expectation, right? Trust is the expectation of this thing will be there when I need it to be. Right. So up until now, you've not had any experience that has shown you that, this thing that you need will be there for you when it needs to be there for you. And of course you haven't had that because the way that you've been looking, the way that you've been envisioning your life is in a way of detaching and a way of healing and a way of mm-hmm. getting away from what would happen if you just experimented. It's just an experiment. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is correct and all encompassing truth. And the only way to be, I'm saying it's an experiment coming from an experimenter. I've only right. come to this knowledge because of because one way didn't work, so I just experimented. That's two all we years know. Ago, two years ago to date to this day, I was homeless with my two kids, and I never really t- talk about this story often because I don't love rags to riches stories. I think they're a little bit outdated, but I think when people hear me talk about these concepts and they think, "Well, well, yeah, you live in Bali and right, you know, it, works just you, free and it works for You're you, have a free schedule, it works for you," and it's like, yeah, it's like. Two you don't years know my ago life. to this day, <laughs> I was homeless and on food stamps with my two kids. We were living in a home that had no heater. We would have to cut wood, start fires with paper plates and fan the flames so that the house could be heated. We had no car. We were taking the public transportation in Detroit, public bus with our two kids on a wagon. We would pull them to the bus stop. And then we would go to the grocery store wherever we needed to go for that day in zero degree weather where our kids didn't have proper clothes, but was layering whatever clothes we had on them. This is two years ago to the date. It's November when we're recording this. So I'm not saying it's an overnight thing, but within, I would say nine months, eight months, nine months of really st- like wrestling with these ideas, I just said, I am not a human that came here to slave and suffer. I didn't come here for that. I'm God and I expect to be treated as such. And in whatever variation of that treatment is I'm ready for. Mm. I didn't say what I wanted. I didn't say I desire, of course I desire food. Of course I desire a warm home and (laughs) clothes and all those. Of course, those are, those are basic, basic desires. So if the highest exaltation of every individualized creation that is God can hear me, then you know what I need. Anticipate that need. Anticipate that need. Allow me to see the anticipation of that need. If I need to be the conduit for that need, then make me make it known. If someone else is the conduit, make them known that they need to be the one that brings the anticipation
0: that brings that it, it gives me the opportunity, et cetera. Exactly.
1: Exactly. But it, it's a harnessing of a power. It's not a taking of something. I think we're so used to the, the colonial mentality is to take what you rob and pillage. Right. And, and that's not, that's not this, this is this, this doesn't work for that being can't. And stating that you're God. It can't, you're not going and taking the thing that you think that you need. It doesn't work like that. First of all, it's a structural system you have to it it has a foundation. Do you believe your God or not is the foundation? Mm-hmm. you can't tell me, oh, I want to manifest no I mean you can keep doing whatever you want to do like
0: <laughs>
1: right it's your and, life
0: <laughs> right, but to your point of you being in a certain place two years ago and you embracing and saying, "You know what what?" Because technically, what do I have, I have to, lose to lose to just nothing? To just be God. Like nothing. and to embody that and be it. And ex and I tell people that all the time that we don't give our higher selves, our souls enough credit. No. They already back to the bar- back to the bargaining.
1: Yeah. What
0: do I need to do to get this? What's the yeah. this? What's the that? And your soul is like, just be God. I got it. Yeah, and all you're asking is if I am God. Line the things up that need to align, and yeah. that I mean, human will be. Design has
1: has a concept like this though. The passenger, the driver, and the vehicle. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. similar to this concept. Like the magnetic monopole, the identity center, the G center is the driver, yep. the limo driver, the body graph, the body side, the red side is the limo. And the personality mm-hmm. is meant to be the passenger, right? Is is meant to be the and we're all kind of just people sits are back. always
0: trying to get to our unconscious, that red that's yeah. what we are, that's what we're here to do.
1: Yeah, to just hang out and enjoy the drive, enjoy the scenic route, enjoy the fact that the driver knows exactly where where to take you instead of you trying to be the driver. And and it's you know, if if I if I would have heard myself or heard this podcast when I was in that space, I would have taken it all in as truth, but I would have tried to do what it is that I am saying to do. I mm. would not have allowed myself to be because the, the risk factor would have been too high. It's like I'm eating rice and high. ketchup. right? I'm eating rice and ketchup with my kids right now. You're telling me to just be, how long do I have to be until food comes? Like, I, I don't understand this concept. And so-
0: You're asking a daily me practice, literally to surrender- To what is happening. That's yeah. And that is tough. That's what people are not ready to do because you're saying stop Stop. doing, stop trying, stop asking Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. surrender. Mm hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And the only reason why it takes time for you to see results, and I'm not saying it takes a long time. I'm not saying it's going to take two years. My life has massively changed in two years. Massively. I mean, it's a totally different life, but it began changing within a few months. And, and, and the reason why it's not instant is because we live on a very dense reality. If we didn't live on a 3D reality, it would happen the moment you thought it, Mm. but it doesn't work like that. So there's a delay Right. And so and what do you, ex- you think that
0: delay is though?
1: The delay is, is, is a harnessing of a rhythm of a pattern. Like thinking at once is not a rhythm or a pattern. It's just a thought. A belief is a culmination of thoughts that you keep on thinking. And the belief is the substructure of your identity as God. So it's not just one time. It's, it's a practice. It's an embodiment. So, so you're saying, okay, I'm God and I'm saying it out loud, but what does that mean? How I eat? Who am I around? What do I accept as Mm. truth? What am I listening to? What music am I listening to? How do I look at people, smile at people? Do I leave the door open for them? Do I like these are these actions, the physical actions is what allows what we're saying, the affirmations to entrench and embody, like enter the body so that our bodies are on autopilot moving as God, and we are indeed the passenger that gets to sit back and enjoy the ride. I'm only enjoying the ride now after two years of entrenching my body with the physicality of the daily practice. So while I'm asking you to do a hard thing, and while it was so hard for me, I just specifically remember this one time, we actually, our moon dust was actually a, a jewelry company, and we were selling really fine jewelry. And I think The entire time we had this business, it was, we made $600. We drove our car with no gas to deliver a really big order um, to an influencer in LA. And we thought, okay, yeah, she's going to post about it. And it's just going to be the thing. And we had a little cup of white rice and ketchup. And that's all we had for the four of us. And we stopped, it was in somewhere in Santa Monica. We stopped and we were like, let's just sit by the ocean. It doesn't cost us anything. We're already here. We sat by the ocean. We put out a blanket, and our kids were running around having a good time. And we fed them that rice and ketchup. And I remember Alex didn't eat because he didn't. We didn't have enough, and I had about two spoons was uh, was um, enough for me to keep me from feeling so like feverish. And we fed the rest of the kids, and we literally just laid down in the sun and just surrendered to the moment that we have nothing and we have everything at the same time. And in those moments was the beginning of the physical practice of the surrender. I can't do, what else do you want me what else to do? Can you, what else do you want me to what do? What else? What else I I have done everything that I have been called to do in this moment. And there's nothing else for me to do, but to enjoy the waves that are coming. And, and you know, the mind saying only rich people get to enjoy the waves and only, only rich people get to come to Santa Monica and sit on the You don't even, and, you didn't have you anything know, to bargain. You there, there was nothing to, there was nothing I could say I could give you. I have nothing. Have I have nothing, nothing to give. My kids' bellies are filled with rice and ketchup. I have two spoons filled. My husband is going hungry now. And this is it. So I've laid down, I've literally laid down my life. Now show me something else. Mm. That's the ultimate bargain. Here's
0: my life. Here's now my give life. me something else. Give me something else. Mm-hmm. I hope people listening to this, are and watching this, especially in this new year after we've been through all of this stuff, that is the final destination.
1: Yeah,
0: here's my life, give me something else.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's like where that's i've been ever so, since
0: so and and something else doing it big in bali <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: i mean even now i just right before i got on, on this call with you i got an email from um art basil that they want me to produce music yeah I, I went to sleep i went to sleep and i didn't do you know what i mean i'm so
0: happy take... for you because you your music i'm so excited yay <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's stuff like that. It's like, here's my life. Now give me something. Give and, me something. Right. And the omniverse is like, oh, she's ready. She's
0: ready. Oh, ready. Now that give her
1: all this stuff.
0: She's now that because people are going to be like, why didn't you give me no instructions? That was the instruction <laughs> right there. Here's my life. Now give me something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the omniverse is going to be like, here, you ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you ready?
1: Mm-hmm. And I could absolutely have said, no, I'm like, no, I'm not ready. I, I, I haven't been in the game long enough. I haven't paid my dues long enough. I haven't, but to me paying, answering the call is paying the due.
0: It is. Cause as we know, you're only remembering anyway, you've done yeah, this before somewhere you've else. You've already done
1: it. Exactly. It's just remembering exactly. it anyway. You're just remembering exactly. So everything that comes into your pathway after you you know do your final bargaining moment here's my life give me something you right. know it's like I'm just remembering that I'm I just was God all along yeah You.
0: I I say that all the time there's no need for you to especially as a three five I know this for a fact I, I don't need to know it it's mm-hmm. gonna come anyway
1: it's gonna come
0: I've done that already I'm sure in some other lifetime we all have yeah this is gonna come
1: yeah yeah it's very simple, oh. but it's you know, we make it hard.
0: <laughs> this is so beautiful, my friend. I love you so much. I love this you is too. so good. Yeah. I thank you for being here. Um, I'm gonna put all your stuff in the show notes. Mm. Anything mm. that you want to tell people mm. as they're listening to this, just anything. What do you want to leave them with?
1: I feel like people are on the edge. If you're listening to this, you're on the edge and you really want to be. And I just want to tell you that you're allowed to be God. You're allowed. You're allowed. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. You're not selling your soul to the devil. You're allowed. You have permission. You have permission. And if you think something's bad that's going to happen to you, write down all the things that you think bad are going to happen. At least they can be out of your head. But you are 1,000% allowed to be God. It's your birthright. It's your only identity, to be honest. As an undefined G, that's the biggest wisdom that I hold. Being a creator is my only identity. And in whatever pathway that takes me, that's just a variation of that identity. So that's all that I know. I, I think that's all that we all know. We, we just want to make it something else. Because what would happen after you know that you're God? What if there was no more healing? What if there was no more? Like, what would you do after you're God? That's what I always ask myself. Now that I'm God, what do I do? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want it's true it's that's
0: liberation
1: that's free whatever right? you want that's free free that's not free that's free free the whole never a whole nother level of freedom
0: thank you for listening to another episode of is my aura on straight this podcast was produced by callie green and edited by adam ross If you loved this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, bye-bye.